0: I know that my experience has had a huge influence on me, you know, always striving and pushing to better myself and improve my work and be the best version of myself that I can be. But today, instead of focusing on what I didn't achieve, I try to spend more time in celebrating and acknowledging the wins that I've experienced along the way. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best selling author focused on a holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Imprint. As we are coming towards the end of 2023, I wanted to share an idea with you that I have found really helpful, and I hope that you do too. So today is all about a better way to measure success and contentment in your life. So this might be a slightly shorter episode, but I hope it's going to have A big impact on the way that you think and feel about how you view success and achievement, or maybe lack thereof, in your personal and professional life. Because as creative and entrepreneurs, often we have a drive. You know, we have a drive to create more, to build things. I feel like they're so closely linked that kind of intrinsic drive that we have for both of those endeavors of being a creative and an entrepreneur or business owner, whatever you like to label yourself as. And sometimes it can feel like there's just never enough, you know, that we're not where we want to be. And we can sometimes feel like we're always wanting more, you know, to reach that next goal or that next milestone or that next challenge. And I see this in business all the time. And I also see it in people who kind of have that renovating bug as well, like that kind of always going for the next Like it's like the next dopamine hit. However, when you're always striving and looking forwards and always wanting more, this can have a ripple effect. And often the focus can switch to what you don't have in your life and all of the things that you haven't achieved yet. And so then you can feel more dissatisfaction with your life, perhaps even frustration. So maybe you set goals for yourself earlier this year and you didn't meet them, or they might've been, you know, financial goals, or maybe there was a project that you said you were going to complete and you haven't done it yet. And it can be really easy to beat yourself up about that and feel frustrated. You know, this might show up with you feeling defeated and feeling like, why should I bother even trying with your business? Because you feel like you'll never have the success that you want. Or maybe you think, you know, I'm just not getting anywhere, and I feel so stuck and frustrated. Or maybe you'll constantly find yourself looking around and thinking, you know, everyone else is succeeding. You know, like, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not getting the results that I want? However, there is another way to think about this. So instead of focusing on what you didn't achieve or the goal that you didn't reach and feeling that disappointment or frustration, You can focus on what you did achieve. Now it might sound like a subtle difference or maybe even to you, it sounds obvious, but it's something else to actually put this into practice. It's amazing how we can know something to be true in a really logical sense, but we don't put a process in practice to follow through on what we know will help us, especially as creatives and entrepreneurs. And You know, as you might be reflecting on what your hopes for this year were and how they actually materialized, I hope that you're going to find this exercise really helpful. So it is based on a book called The Gap in the Game by Dan Sullivan, who is the owner of Strategic Coach and Dr. Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And just on a little side note, I just want to say that Dan Sullivan is in his 70s. And he is still working as a coach. He's got this story of he um, used to work in advertising like a long time ago now and built up this business called Strategic Coach. And he just has such an incredible mindset about viewing his life and being so grateful the fact that he's still actively engaged with what he does. He He loves what he does. He's built an amazing business and he's in his 70s. And I just love Seeing examples of people like that. It's like, um, is it Delia Smith who wrote um Weather Crawdogs Crawdags Thing? And she was, I think she was 76, but she was definitely in her 70s when she wrote that book and you know, went on to be an international bestseller selling millions. So I just I always feel like it doesn't matter what your dreams are or how old you are, like there's always that possibility that you can achieve them. And I had um, a little while ago when I was doing one of my classes for, it was a free class for the styling masterclass. And I had people in the chat saying, you know, I'm in my fifties, you know, is it too late for me? And, and I truly say this and I believe it, it, it's never too late. I mean, there are so many examples out there of people who are, you know, having amazing, you know, an amazing life. They're creating an amazing career for themselves or building an amazing business. And, you know, they're in their sixties, they're seventies. And, um, I just always find that so inspiring to see. So it's, it's like that idea as well of like the reticular activating system, you know, you need to look for these people. And I feel like when I find someone like that, I always make a mental note of it because I always want to know, you know, like we can live like this amazing life. We don't have to. I feel like so many people have this attitude like, oh, it's too late or um, it's time to give up or, you know, like I'll be too old then. But so much of that is what you believe and your your thoughts about that. And it's just so powerful and really important to think about what are your thoughts about that? I know that I want to, um, you know, live a, a life rich in experiences for as long as possible. You know, I want to have a good health span, not, a you know, not just about lifespan. And, you know, for me, having a long uh, health span is as much about, you know, staying engaged with my brain. Do I want to be working, you know, nine to five, five days a week? Maybe not, but but I still want to be accessing my brain and using it and feeling like I'm contributing. And, and those are things that excite me. So anyway, that's a little bit of a tangent, but um. <clears throat> excuse me, I just wanted to share that because I I do find that inspiring about Dan Sullivan, the fact that he has built this life based on, you know, some values and what, you know, what excites him about his business and, and making a contribution. Anyway, so they created this book called The Gap in the Game, And it's this idea that we want to spend more time in the game, in measuring what we have achieved, because that will leave us feeling less defeated less de- de- uh, sorry frustrated and it will actually help increase our confidence and is more likely to lead to future wins and successes so the gap is when you're focused more on how far you are from your goals so you know you kind of see this big gap between where you are now and where you want to be and so you see your setbacks and challenges and you just <clears throat> you just focusing on them, you know, like what you didn't do right. And you start to question the the decisions that you made. Now the gain is this is when you're measuring success on your terms and you're actually looking back and seeing how far you've come. It's really like, just think about this for a moment. How often have you sat down and reflected on wow, look at how far I've come. I know that like, this is not something that comes naturally to me. So if for instance, maybe, you know, maybe this year you, you wanted to launch and you did launch your interior design business and you were hoping to sign maybe five new clients in the first year, and maybe you only got one. Now, if you're living in the gap, you'll be focusing on the fact that you didn't get five clients rather than celebrating that one client who said yes to you. But if you are in the gain, you will look at what you did right with that first client and you will look for ideas on what to do next time to get more. You know, you can ask yourself, like, how can I use what I've learned looking back to help me moving forward? So you will really look back and think, you know, like, well, what worked there? How, you know, how did I manage to get that client and um, and how can I make that amazing and how can I replicate that? So you're looking for like what went well with that situation rather than just focusing on maybe the four that you didn't get. Now, this is something that I have really had to work through on a personal basis and be really conscious of, because, you know, I'm going to be really honest here, like growing up, my mom, she's from an Eastern Europe, European background. And I think many people of her generation would kind of take this approach. And some of you will definitely have had parents who were like this, but. If I showed my mom my report card and I got eight out of 10, she would say, Well, what happened to the other two? You know, why didn't you get 10 out of 10? Or if I showed her, you know, some kind of like essay or paper or whatever, and it was like A minus, why didn't you get A plus? And, you know, I love my mom and I know that she loves me, but, you know, she grew up in a different way to the way that I've grown up. And, um, Like I said, I know that I'm not alone in this experience, but I'm sharing this because, you know, this is the baseline that I have had to work off is that I'm constantly thinking, like, why didn't I get a hundred percent? Why wasn't it perfect? And I know I've spoken about my perfectionist tendencies in the past, but, you know, I think a lot of that is rooted in this and not to say that this is to be a therapy session for me, but I'm just sharing this because I think it, it really is important to know and understand what is, you know, what are the stories that we tell ourselves? Even sometimes we have to dig it up because we're not even conscious of these stories that we're we're telling ourselves, you know, these scripts that we have in our head or these thoughts that are just automatic and we don't even question them. And so, um, you know, on those days when, you know, we might not reach those big goals, you know, I still have to take the time mentally, you know, and I have this little men- mental exercise that I do for both businesses, but to really, you know, focus on what I have gained. And so I literally do this, like when I, you know, if I've been running a course or, um, with my business in print house and a new order comes through, I mean, I'm not monitoring the numbers all the time, but you know, when I will do like I say a daily check-, check in, then I will literally say, thank you to that person. And I say it, their name in my head. So um, you know, like literally earlier on today, I was looking at imprint house. And so I said, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Kate. You know, and I just kind of say that in my head, cause I, I really want to focus on being so grateful for these people who have, um, you know, trusted in us and trusted in our business and, you know, supported us and chosen us. And um, I am really, really grateful. And for those of, you know, the students who've recently grow, joined Design and Grow, like I have thanked every single one of you in my mind, you know, and obviously, you know, I've got processes and systems to thank um, automatically as well, but I literally do thank every single student. And it's, it's this practice that I didn't always have, but it's something that I've moved in towards and closer towards and just being really conscious of that. So today I wanted to share this idea with you in case you felt disappointed about any of the goals that you may be set at the start of 2023. And instead of looking at what you didn't achieve, look at what you did achieve. Take a few minutes today to measure backwards for 2023 or for this quarter or for this week or even for today. You know, what were some of your successes? What were some of your wins? What did you learn? And how are you one step closer on your journey to reaching the goals that you have for your business and for your life. I, um, I ever, at the end of every day, I journal on five things that I'm grateful for that day. And that I find incredibly grounding, you know, so you could ask yourself, you know, how far have you come in the past 90 days or in the past year and try to have this as a continual practice, you know, schedule it in your diary so that every month or every quarter, or, you know, at the end of every year, you count your successes and wins rather than just focusing on things that maybe didn't go quite so well or as you might have hoped. And when you do this, you will start to feel more confident and you will just start to feel more content as well. You will know that I don't like the word happiness because happiness is fleeting. but And I think that contentment is actually a much more complex and like, uh, Nurturing experience and feeling than happiness. And, you know, if you did have any negative experiences in your past, you know, be conscious of the meaning that you are attributing to that experience. You know, for me, my mom always asking about the mark that I didn't get, you know, I don't wallow on that, but I could ask myself, and you can too, about any of your past experiences, you know, this year or before, like, well, what was great about that? What lessons did you learn from that experience? And how did that experience help shape your drive and passion to create the life that you want? I know that my experience has had a huge influence on me, you know, always striving and pushing to better myself and improve my work and be the best version of myself that I can be. But today, instead of focusing on what I didn't achieve, I try to spend more time in celebrating and acknowledging the wins that I've experienced along the way. So I hope that this idea helps you today as we are coming towards the end of 2023. And even if you're listening to this at some time in the future, this is an exercise that you can go through, like I said, you know, every month or every quarter, or maybe it's a year from now and you're listening to this. It is a continual practice, as I said, and I really hope that it helps you feel better about your business and your life on a daily and ongoing basis. And I also hope that it helps you grow into that next level of who you want to become. Have a beautiful week, everyone. I hope that you found this valuable. If you know of anyone who is perhaps having a bit of a not great year, and maybe they've just been focusing on, um, you know, some of the challenges, and they could really do with a little bit of a reframe, then. Maybe you could share this with them. Um, as always, love to get your feedback. You can write a comment on in the review. This is episode 164 or um, send me a DM on Instagram. would love to hear from you. Have a beautiful week and I will see you soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode, or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation, where it was recorded, and pay my respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton, and you've been listening to Imprint.